and welcome back to an episode of Growing Kentucky's Leaders, a podcast from the Kentucky FFA Foundation. I'm one of your hosts, Sheldon McKinney. And I'm your other host, Ruth Ann Fink. And we have a wonderful guest here today. Uh, we have Connor Richardson. Connor is a past Kentucky FFA state officer, and he is an agriculture teacher currently in his third year in the classroom at Woodford County High School in Versailles, Kentucky. Uh, I've gotten to work with Connor for a lot over the years, and he is truly a fantastic ag teacher. So tell us, Connor, a little bit about yourself and how your path led you into agriculture education and, and being an ag teacher. Yeah, so I um, I am here at Woodford County High School. Um, recently got married this year, but when I was in high school, I actually took an ag class. My first ag class was because my older brother, I was trying to follow in his footsteps and get out of school and, and go on all the really cool field trips. And um, as I continue to get involved and, and have opportunities given to me, like attending the Washington Leadership Conference and going to national convention and um, getting involved and serving in our community, I realized it was something I was really passionate about. And as I headed off to college, originally I thought I wanted to be a doctor. Um, and then I decided I would major in ag ed, but never actually teach in the classroom and, and go a different route probably. Uh, but as I started teaching uh, lessons through my ag, my ag ed classes at UK, I decided, hey, it was pretty, uh, it was actually a lot of fun. And I enjoyed connecting with students. And while I was a state officer, getting to go meet with chapters across the state and see the impact that teachers and ag programs had across the state, I just, I felt like that was where I, well, that was where I belonged and that was where I could, could really make an impact. And so um, I really liked Central Kentucky. And um, so when the job came open at Woodford County, I applied for it. And it was actually my only interview that I had. Um, and I accepted the job right away because I loved this area um, and I'm glad to be here. It's a fantastic community. Um, we have a lot of support here and we're able to make an impact um, and kind of give students opportunities because of the community support that we have here. So. Yeah, I love seeing all the things you all post on Facebook. If you all don't follow Connor, you need to. <laughs> um, you guys do some really cool things with your community. But I think it's appropriate to ask you to share what are some of your like biggest highlights, most cherished moments from your time in the classroom? Um, so I, a couple of different things, I would say last year, I got to work on a project with um, the Department of Education and Office of Special Ed, um, and we designed a work sale that was more accessible for a company in Lexington called Parker Hannafin. Um, and they actually are utilizing our work to scale that to um, all of their locations across the globe to make it more accessible for individuals with disabilities and more efficient for people um, for able-bodied people. And so that that was really cool to see my students work in the community um, and, and really have a global impact ultimately. Um, and because of that work, we've our, our, our program has been given a lot of opportunities through funding and grants through KDE and that sort of thing. Um, so that's, that's one of them. Um, and then also, uh, having my first CDE team that has been super successful. Um, I've watched uh, these students last year, my uh, well, then fiance, she said, I want to, I want to help with an ag sales team. And we had some really motivated students that wanted to be on that sales team. Um, and so they won the region. Um, and as they prepared for state, they were selling a product that they didn't know a lot about and they really gritted it out, spent a lot of time working um, and have grown so much. Um, and as a result of that, they end up winning state and will compete next week at nationals. And so 
that uh, has just been awesome to see their growth. And I think that one of the coolest things has been seeing the way that the way that our community has invested in them, the way that opportunities have opened up for those students. Um, one of them changed her career major to ag business mm -hmm. um, because she has really enjoyed it so much. And I have told her after she's, I could tell, I told her I could see her being a seed rep after she has been selling this pioneer seed for the national contest. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think seeing that buy-in from all of our students and other students getting excited um, about, about just the success that we've had and wanting to, you know, students asking, can I be on the ag sales team next year or what contest can I get involved in? And it's just really opened up the opportunities for all of our students. There's nothing like that momentum that a program gets. It's so exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yes. absolutely. And, and great people to champion students. And we know that if we have great teachers and programs who are pouring into students year after year, you get to witness that growth of, you know, you're almost four years in, so you've almost seen a whole class through their experience, but getting to see them as a freshman and then who they become is just, man, it's so rewarding as an ag teacher. Absolutely. Um, one of the ways the Kentucky FFA Foundation supports growing our members locally is through supervised agriculture experience grants mm -hmm. and our Shark Tank contest. So we give almost $100,000 away um, to students in $500 grants apiece to enhance their SAE projects. Mm -hmm. And then we also have this contest called Shark Tank, which is like the TV show, but students pitch mm -hmm. for a $5,000 grant to grow their agriculture business or project. Um, we raise a majority of these funds on our Give FFA Day. And this week is Give FFA, it's FFA week, and we have Give FFA Day on Thursday. Um, how have you witnessed the trans, how transform for a student? Um, you said how transformative an SAE can be for a student, right? right? Yeah. Um, I So firsthand, I've witnessed, we've had a couple of students get SAE grants over the last couple of years, some of them right before I had started. Um, and one of them, he has a hay business that is just flourishing. Um, and it's fantastic. I, like his freshman year, I remember it was like really working really hard to get all of his hay sold. Um, and this year, um, he has every bit of hay that he bailed this summer has already been sold. It's already away from the farm. And just seeing that growth that he's had, um, those opportunities have been given to him because he had a little kickstart from an SAE grant. Mm -hmm. um, and I know another student that is um, is building a chicken coop from, from the grant and going to be selling eggs. Um, at the local farmers market and locally here and and those opportunities for students not only does it give them an opportunity to have ownership of something it gives them them the opportunity to really grow their business and grow in, in other aspects as well so uh yeah the the hay business has started um but he's also he has show pigs and he's bought equipment and all of that and he's had a lot of opportunities due to that sae grant um, and for every student that has an SAE project, it gives them ownership of something and it gives them an opportunity to apply what they're learning in their ag classes and all of their CTE classes um, out into our community and, and getting them out into the community. So I love when we do SAE presentations and the students share about their SAEs with the rest of the class and um, share the tremendous things that they're doing um, in our community and, and in their work. So um, I think the biggest piece is giving them ownership and allowing them to truly see where their education fits in the world. 
Yeah, I think you're so right, Connor. Those SAE grants and, and just starting an SAE, but when students get that $500 grant, it allows them to kind of think outside of the box for once of like, Absolutely. oh, I could do this and I could add on and really enhance it in this way. And that's really fun to watch. I'm sure like as an ag teacher, it's really cool to see them take that ownership. And then we love telling those stories too. And Right. The dollars raised on Give FFA Day go directly to those SAE grants and that Shark Tank program that we do as well to support students in their SAEs. Um, kind of talking about giving on Give FFA Day. There's many ways that we're going to um, see our friends and supporters show support on Thursday. One of those ways is that people can decide to become a monthly donor on Give FFA Day. And you actually made that decision, I think, two years ago. You you yeah. signed up and you became a monthly donor. Tell us um, and our listeners, like why you made that choice, why it's been really fulfilling for you. I think the biggest reason that I decided, well, at this point in my life, I don't give a ton. Um, I, I know that people invested a lot in me. Um, mm -hmm. When I was in high school, um, I actually have my FFA jacket hanging on my on my chair. Um, and that's one of my proudest pieces, my first FFA jacket, because my parents couldn't afford it. And I um, and our chapter alumni um, donated a jacket to the first person that said the FFA creed in front of the ag class. Oh. And so that's how I got my first jacket. Um, and, and the like going to WLC, that wouldn't have been possible without my local Farm Bureau paying for me to go to WLC. Oh. Um, I wouldn't have when I was a state officer the miles that I traveled, I would have never been able to do that without the foundation helping pay for those miles. I was a broke college student and trying to travel all those miles. I think I put 20,000 miles on my car that year. Um, <laughs> but the, so many people have invested in me and, and, and ultimately it's my turn to give back. Um, mm -hmm. I, I got a point, I got to a point in, in my career where I said, well, uh, I, it's not a lot, but I can give 10, $10 a month. And, and I would love to, yeah. in the future, I will definitely give more, but I know that, um, that little bit that I give, uh, I've always had faith in Sheldon and the, the foundation of how they steward that money. And, um, it's just fantastic to see if, if all past state officers or if all past FFA members gave $10 a month, um, that is crazy to think about the impact, uh, the impact that that could have. And that just means that I eat at home instead of going to Wendy's one, one night each month yeah. or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I think the foundation has the ability to, to multiply that $10 and really make an impact on students. And um, I think about my students going to national convention this year, we're able to subsidize the cost of them. Um, our ag sales team that, that has gone to nationals, they, they don't have, they didn't have to pay you know, to, to go compete and represent our state um, are and then other other folks in the community donating has allowed um, has allowed us to be able to give di nice dinners to our chapter and those sorts of things. And when we can give opportunities like that to students without burdening their families, um, it makes it such a more equitable experience across the board. And, and that's ultimately that's ultimately the goal is, is to yeah. give these opportunities to everybody. So. Connor, that was so wonderful. I just think about, you know, you as a freshman, someone gave 
probably $60 for you to get a free FFA jacket. But what that gift has done in your life and the lives of so many students, um, Kentucky FFA, we truly are philanthropy. If you believe in our mission of growing leaders, building communities, strengthening agriculture, um, gifts to us truly matter. We do change lives. And you're a real example of that. Um, I'm a monthly donor as well. So is Ruthann because it's easy. It's simple. I sign up. It is just drafted from the card or the bank account I put in. I get a notice every month that mm-hmm. it went through there. We get an end of year tax receipt, but it's getting to make sure I make the gift I want to make and t- like kind of removing it from my mind of like, oh, did I do that? Have I paid that? Mm-hmm. It's just an easy way yeah. um, t- to give. And so we encourage other people to do that. Um, what would you say to people who have maybe seen our social media blast? We've like, send them a mailer, but please, will you give on Give FFA Day? Mm -hmm. What's just kind of a final thought that you would share with them if they're on the fence about giving to us today? Do it. Uh, (laughs) Absolutely do it. I mean, I, my students, the opportunities they've been given, they repeatedly say they haven't been given these opportunities other places, or it's, Mm -hmm. this is the, when we took students to Ireland this summer and uh, we had funds given from the community, that was the first time some students had ever left the state of Kentucky and ag teachers across the state are giving those opportunities to students every day. And the foundation helps with that. Um, And so I think if, if there is a, if you are looking to give somewhere, there's nowhere better to give than the FFA foundation. Mm. (laughs) Well, I do have to shamelessly plug here. If if we have a listener and they're like, I really want to go and make my monthly gift or make a gift on give FFA day, go to kyffa.org and click the give FFA day button at the top of the screen. So Mm -hmm. shameless plug. um, But we'd love to have more stories like Connor's to share in the future. This has been such a great conversation. Connor, we always ask our guests the same three questions. Um, The first of those being, what's the best piece of leadership advice you've ever received? Mm, That's a hard one. (laughs) <laughs> Best piece of leadership advice I've ever been given. Uh, I think ultimately be authentic. Um, when we when we lead, if we are not being authentic, then then we're not going to be a successful leader. So um, being authentic is definitely the the best and most applicable leadership advice I've ever received. Connor, you are authentic all the time, and it is wonderful, <laughs> and it shines through. It makes a difference. So philanthropy is all about giving back. Um, who would you like to shout out that has poured into you and and helped you become the man and teacher you are? I would say my two ag teachers, um, actually, um, Sarah Rice, um, who teaches at Bracken County High School now, and Shelby Wright, who teaches mm-hmm. at Harrison County. Uh, the two of them just absolutely poured into me, and I still um, I still call them every once in a while and ask them questions, and they're more than happy to give advice. And and uh, and Sarah Rice made the trip all by herself to come to my wedding this summer uh, out in Iowa. And so, you know, just those are the two people that have just really, really poured into me um, and given me given me opportunities that I wouldn't have had without without them. Yeah, I think they're really special. They are. Make sure you share this episode with them. Absolutely. And I'll make sure uh, if they are not already monthly donors, I'll give that plug. <laughs> <laughs> We're calling them out. Yeah. Okay. Well, the last question we always ask our guests is the fun one is what is something you're loving right now that's helping you grow? I am working. Uh, I'm working currently with a with a um, special ed post-secondary readiness project in my district. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
that has so pushed me to be a better educator. Uh, it's pushed me so hard um, to give opportunities to students who a lot of times are brushed over. Um, and it's made me think outside of the box as an educator. Uh, and I love seeing students who a lot of times don't get opportunities, don't get hands-on opportunities, or don't get true real, uh, real world uh, educational opportunities. I have loved getting to see them. Um, I've loved getting to see them have those opportunities and it's really pushed me to grow and, and meet new people across the state, across the nation as we work on this federal grant. And, um, it's, it's pushed me to grow a lot. So. That's great. Connor, you were a pleasure to have as a state of faith officer. I'm so proud of what you're doing as an ag teacher. And it's a real honor to champion your students. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for giving of your time, your talent, your treasure. You do it all and you're really making a difference. So thank you for being with us today. Absolutely. Thank you all for all you do. And now we've got school announcements yeah. in the back. <laughs> all right. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Growing Kentucky's Leaders. Absolutely. Growing Kentucky's Leaders is a podcast from the Kentucky FFA Foundation. The music has been performed by Bourbon County FFA member Joe Fritch. Production is provided by Isaiah Pruitt. Our artwork is by Julie Fritch Creative. Your hosts are Sheldon McKinney and Ruth Ann Fink, and you can find us on all social platforms at Kentucky FFA.